Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday, America. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. I don't know where or when you are listening to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live. We're on the app. If you haven't downloaded, do so. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back on Monday, as will Holly. Long story short, we kind of have a combo platter for you on today's program. Because you've already heard Rocco's <laughs> sultry, dulcet tones. Hi. Oh, I hear some other tones coming. I hear that that wonderful guffaw in the background coming from the beautiful Stephanie Hansen. Oh, that's so nice. Hi, friends. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining the show today on Last Minute Notice. It is great. I felt so, I, you know, when Amy, the boss, asked you to do something, you should try to say yes. What I said is, well, <laughs> I really owe Bradley a favor because he filled nah. in for me at the fair so I could harvest my garden last weekend. So I'll do it for Bradley. <laughs> uh, and I do want to let you know, dear listeners, we're going to get right to a um, Britney Spears story that I want to share with you. But before we do that, to Stephanie's point, it was an extreme honor and a privilege to be a guest on your program. And, um, you know, anytime, uh, anytime you want to give me free canned goods, <laughs> I am here for you because... The thing listeners might not know about us is that we kind of stalk each other on social media and, you know, ogle each other's Apple preservation butter. methods. <laughs> <laughs> your fermentations, your instant potting. Well, in your beautiful, beautiful garden, and I hope at some point in the hour, and I've put this on uh, our schedule of things to talk about, I want to talk about your cookbook. I mean, you have so many fingers moving I don't understand how a person stays that busy. It's it's fine. It's just how I roll. It's good to have multiple things going on. And then, you know, I can't remember a password to anything. And you know how that goes. Oh, but yeah. No, it's all good. But uh, I think we're going to get everything set up so that uh, the world can function for the next three hours. And it's Friday, so that means no pressure, right? And plus, we're in great hands with Rocco. And then Grant's going to show up at some point. So the three of us are... Uh, I think we're all in a good place. Absolutely. And I'm just going to sit here and try not to bust into my green salsa. What is this again? Tell me about the the salsa. So one year I planted a bunch of tomatoes, but I planted the wrong kind. And I have a really short growing season up in Ely. So they were all green and never got red. So I was freaked out. So I learned how to make a green tomato salsa. So I roast green tomatoes with jalapenos, mix it with lime and with cilantro and blend it. And that's what that is. It sounds so yummy. Oh, and it looks amazing. Too. Yeah, it is good. And don't you just, okay, really quick, one more thing. And then I promise we'll get to Britney Spears. <laughs> don't you just love 
having things in cans that you made or jars in mason jars that you've made that you can just look at and it's pretty. Yes. I mean, I like <laughs> making them and looking at them more than I like eating them. Which I is know <laughs> I do the same thing. I just stare at my bread and butter pickles and think someday I'll eat you. Yes. Yes, totally. Or give them away to someone. That's... Now, do you guys know I'm like on day two and a half of a juice cleanse? And I'm <laughs> oh, God. I'm Have giving you... up on it right now. I decided. Rocco. Now that Hanson's here. Giving up on the juice cleanse? You know, juice cleanses are good. They're is fun. It? I did it fun? for two days. They're not fun. It is juice. <laughs> They're cleansing. They make are you they? feel reset. They give I you do. diarrhea. Well, um, I haven't had that problem yet, but. Um, wow. Uh, oh, is that surprising? <laughs> a little. Okay. But yeah, I'm kind of hungry right now. But um, I knew Donna wouldn't make it the whole way through just because right. that's not her speed. She gave up last night. I was supposed to be done this morning and I thought, I don't know, I'll keep it going. Can you just tell me, because this comes from the Donna and Steve show, they are like pushers of the juice cleanse. Right. It's kind of weird. In fact, this goes way back and I feel like used to involve lemon juice and cayenne pepper. I was wondering that too. And I wondered if that dated back to like... Um, Donna, who was it? Oh, Mar- yeah, and Marley. Marjorie, maybe? Oh, Marjorie, for sure. The lemon and cayenne pepper thing was Marjorie, and that's a good cleanse, too. That is like, it's honey, cayenne, and lemon juice, and you make what's called like an Annie's tea out of it, and you drink that, and that's supposedly cleansing, or if you're getting sick, that really can like help you boost your immune system. I mean, I'm here for like, you know, drinking good things, but the thought that I'm not going to eat solid food... Does not sit well with yeah, me. Yeah, I'd rather talk about your delicious salsas and yeah. cookbooks. So go for it. I'm going to eat shortly. You know what's actually easier? Did you easier? bring me any salsa? That's my follow-up question. <laughs> what did you say, Did Rachel? you bring me any salsa? No, honey, oh. no. because I didn't know. Uh, sorry. Because you didn't fill of... in for her on the weekly I dish, see. Rocco. And I, I didn't know you were going to be here. I didn't really This either. isn't normally your time, is it? No, but no. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Me too. Me too. I'm excited because I haven't... Rocco and I don't normally get to hang out unless it's fun. the Throwback Live, which is usually at the end of the show, but... We're not even going to do that today. Don't even get me started. Okay, can we get to Britney Spears and Rocco? Do yes. you know how to do a Cobra Gang? I mean, oh, you, you wrote the theme. I so. did, so let me pull up Holly's board. All right. Is it on there? Yeah. It sure is. Okay. Because, Stephanie, I don't know if you've ever got, if you've been ever uh, here for the Cobra Gang before. No. I uh-uh. found it. has been a long time since you've been on the show. Yeah. But the Cobra Gang is essentially, it's just us, and we're trying to solve pop culture mysteries, and we've got one uh, that involves Britney Spears. I did listen yesterday oh! for your conspiracies about Jamie. So God. I'm on board. Okay, okay, here it is. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. That sounds <laughs> no. like the opening from Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. No, it's actually the opening from the Bloodhound Gang. Okay, first of all, what is Lancelot oh, Link's secret chimp? I this cannot, was like from the 70s, wasn't it? I cannot wait to open your eyes to the magic that is talking chimps. So okay. it was like a sitcom, like a, a spy show. And they would put peanut butter inside the chimps' mouths and they would <laughs> move make their, their lips. Mouth. And then they would sync voices to it. But you have got to look this up. They have them in like... Um, this is right up Rocco's alley, actually. It's yeah. hysterical. And it was like a real show, Lancelot Link Secret Chimp. Oh, for sure. All right. It's the best. Well, I don't know where Lancelot Link Secret Chimp is in this 
mystery that he's needs to be solved. He's hiding Britney Spears. It could be. But the latest story is that Britney Spears wants Jody Montgomery, I'll explain who that is in a moment, even or to stay on with Britney even after the conservatorship ends. So just to catch everybody up to speed, I mean, and I know you know this, Stephanie, uh, Britney is in the process of trying to dissolve that conservatorship. Her father is a hot mess. He's trying to maneuver to make it look like, oh, I've always wanted her to be healthy and happy and free of this conservatorship. I'm fine. It's okay. Well, now um, the process is actually underway to have that conservatorship dissolved. And Brittany is saying at this point through her lawyer, Matt Rosengart, that she wants Jody Montgomery, who is the conservator of her person. Right. So the conservatorship has two parts, person, business. The person side, Brittany wants her, the woman who runs this, to stay with her even after the conservatorship has ended. Yeah, I can see that. I I mean, don't you think for Britney Spears, who's been under a conservatorship, I think it's been 12 years, mm-hmm. there's got to be some anxiousness about getting out on your own or making that transition. She just didn't want her dad to be doing it, who was a grifter. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you think about it, like the things that Jody does for her personal conservatorship are the things that any good. Well, I don't I don't know that manager is the right word, but when you're a celebrity at the level of Britney Spears, you need somebody who can coordinate everything behind the scenes that you can actually trust. So even if there's no conservatorship in place, you still she still needs somebody there to manage, you know, her Uh, And she actually has talked about or has said, and the story over at TMZ is telling us this, according to multiple sources with direct knowledge, that she wants, that is, Brittany wants Jody to take care of things like doctor's appointments, her meds, arranging meals, handling the house staff, organizing. I mean, don't you want that? Yes. Like, I would like to hire this woman to manage my personal affairs. Exactly. It would be excellent. Yes, please. Um. So who knows? I mean, the whole thing that came to my mind when I saw this story about Britney Spears wanting to keep Jody Montgomery on board is, you know, Jody Montgomery used to work with her dad, who is the head of the business side of Britney's conservatorship. And, you know, we used to think of Jody as perhaps on the payroll, meaning that she was there to support the conservatorship, not so much Britney. But very quickly when the world started paying even closer attention to this conservatorship, Jody made it very clear that she was there for Britney, which seemed like a, I don't know, cynically seemed like a, a great move. Like if you realize that this conservatorship's going to come to an end, uh, you're, I would imagine going to want to be on the side of Britney Spears because she's the one who's writing the checks, right? Once the conservatorship is done, it's you not going to be her dad any longer. You would think, and I mean, just the whole thing is so sad. Like, who's taking advantage of who? And mm-hmm. I mean, it's his daughter, you know? And like, where is her sister? Where's her mom? It just feels sad. Where are our kids? Where's Kevin Federline? Like, where are all these people? Yeah, she doesn't even have custody, full no. custody of her kids. No. And just, you know, let's assume that she's got the mental health issues that everyone says and that she exhibited, obviously, 12 years ago when this all started. Yeah. She's still a human being and has rights. And it's just all kind of tragic. Oh, for sure. And don't you think, like, I, I hear people say this all the time, like, well, I don't know if she needs that conservatorship because she seems like she's got some issues. And I'm like, 
Don't hey, we? <laughs> haven't you met a person lately? We've all got issues. Well, but and, we don't have somebody preventing us from, you know, going outside and, and buying a Starbucks. And, you know, as someone who has a family that has had a lot of addiction issues, too, like you can have plenty of issues. You can be spreading your crazy all over town and you still have the right to have your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And you get the right to make bad choices ex- ex- and spend your money foolishly and yep. do all the things that everyone's so fervently trying to prevent her from doing. Although we should all be as wealthy as Britney Spears so that we can employ someone to hopefully, you know, prevent us from <laughs> doing ourselves unnecessary our... harm. Yeah. Right now we're just squandering kind of our nothingness. <laughs> yeah, Like uh, the rest of us sitting on our couch during lockdown, spending, you know, ridiculous or buying ridiculous things on Amazon. Oh, did you have those need? friends that would, um, like, I'm learning Spanish. I'm learning how to code. I'm like, I'm just eating food. Yes. No. Every night we're sitting on the couch eating two pints of ice cream between us. Yep. That's exactly right. I was doing it alone. We would <laughs> we would do splitsies. That's nice. I would eat half. He would eat half. And then we'd swap and eat the other half. My partner won't eat sugar after 12 p.m. What? Yep. Why? Because it makes him not sleep. As you age, you what? get like weird little ailments. I don't want to deal with that. I know. It's coming, though, because he's <laughs> like, you just wait. Oh, It's really unfun. Well, I've gotten to the point now where I can't have coffee after about three. That's the start. Yeah. That's the first thing that goes, Bradley. I used to drink coffee like before I went to bed. Yep. Me too. Coffee and a cigarette. Well, this turned dark. Okay, great. Um, When we come back, we're going to lighten things up with our good friend Elizabeth Reese with a dirt alert. Actually, now that I say that, is Elizabeth joining us? Okay, good. I heard she is. All right, we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's another beautiful celebrity, Elizabeth Reese. Hi, Bradley. Can you hear me okay? Who's somewhere in the ether. I know she's there. Are I'm you there, I'm talking Elizabeth? to you. I can hear you. I can hear you. Can Hi, Bradley guys. Hear you? Oh, you know, Hi, Elizabeth. I can't hear Rocco. You might have to do some magic. Push okay. all the buttons I'll, at one time. Well, I'll talk to Grant. He's in here. But go ahead and talk to Stephanie. All right. Bradley. Elizabeth, you just hold tight. And <laughs> Stephanie, I will tell you that I am very grateful you are here. So for the listener just joining us, uh, Stephanie Hansen is in today. Rocco is in today, along with Elizabeth. And Grant, it's kind of like a free-for-all. <laughs> oh, I hear Elizabeth now. Yay. You can thank Grant for that. Yay. Thanks, Grant. So I uh, was granted an ability to speak. <laughs> let me. <laughs> I'm Grant. I'm here all day. Well, you guys. were able to speak. The problem is uh, my sad me. little ears couldn't hear yes. you. But now they can, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Hi, friends. Hi, Steph. Hi. Hi. Really good to be with you guys. Um, a- Andy Cohen posted a. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A pretty great message to a troll after this troll criticized his parenting. This is just proof, you guys, that people say stuff on the internet just to say stuff. Yeah, 100%. And so hopefully as you're like reading through and maybe scrolling comments, you're thinking, is the world nuts? A little bit. Um, here's what somebody DM'd Andy Cohen. You should try and be a better person for your son. <laughs> Andy oh, Cohen okay. replied, what am I doing wrong? The person replied, oh, wow. Didn't expect a response. I was just being a troll. You're doing fine. Sorry. And then Andy Cohen affirmed that he is indeed a real person and said, stop trolling people. That's ridiculous. And then Andy Cohen shared it. What kind of problem are you undergoing that that's your day-to-day like existence? You know, you need um, some hobbies that are more productive than that. Yeah, for sure. And like, think about, I, I always think about like, oh, if all of that energy could go towards something great. I think about this a lot with criminals because if you're like a thief or something, you're probably spending time thinking about the yeah. the robbery, thinking about How planning out, Who's plotting it, what car? are you going to do, all these different things. That's a lot of problem solving. <laughs> There's definitely some intelligence and some gumption and some drive behind that if you could put that towards something good imagine how wonderful our world could be i mean if only if only so positive leave it to elizabeth to bring us the silver lining i don't know it's on a friday sometimes i bring you dark dirt alerts and today i bring you that story and then i also bring you britney spears's bear behind what she posted um a video of herself and just her bare bottom with a thong but like not really and then she said Here's a video so you guys can see this is really my ass. No filters or <laughs> okay. cover-ups. It's okay. the real deal. And then, of course, she does her classic space and then multiple exclamation points. Lots of ellipses. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> I love 70s. Yeah. Well, because she just kind of keeps doing these sort of um, attention-getting posts. It's a very odd thing. But it's her right. It is her right. She said, I shoot myself with a selfie stick and always will. It stays up. It doesn't talk back. And it's extremely reliable. Wow. <laughs> I mean, somewhere I somewhere her, her boyfriend, Sam Asgari, is feeling hurt. Is feeling hurt. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, someone else we can be worried about is Wendy Williams. Oh, undergoing boy. further evaluations due to ongoing health issues and has canceled... Some appearances. So season 13 of the Wendy Williams show is slated to premiere on September 20th, uh, but she's canceled her upcoming public appearances and issued a statement saying Wendy is dealing with some ongoing health issues. She will not be able to complete her promotional activities next week, but can't wait to be back in her purple chair Monday, September 20th for the 13th season premiere. Is she in rehab? Gotta be. I mean, the, 21 days. I just, I feel like Wendy Williams has always, you know, she has struggled with a lot and has to be really hard to struggle. I mean, like all people, but, you know, specifically with Wendy Williams, when you have a daily daytime show. For sure. Yeah. To be able to hold it all together. That's compassionate Bradley talking. I like it. Yeah. And there's, you know, this is the, this is the double-edged sword of a personality like Wendy. You know, what you love about her is the over-the-top, the saying anything, the, like, seemingly no boundaries. And, Are you talking about me? <laughs> but what you... Yes. But the, there's a struggle that comes with that. You know, I feel like that with a lot of artists. Like, there's... 
when you are a super creative person and you can create beautiful things, that means you have a sensitivity to observe things about the world that maybe a lot of people don't observe. And you and feel them way differently. You feel them deeply. And so with yep. that comes challenges and it, and it, you know, that means you're, you're a DFP, a deeply feeling person. Oh, I like that. That's a thing. <laughs> it's totally for a minute thing. there. I thought it was like an ENFP or INFP or some kind of a personality ENTJ. disorder. You're a, D- a DFP, Myers Briggs, deeply feeling person. My um, one of the parenting gurus that I follow on Instagram, Doctor Becky, she calls them DFKs, deeply feeling kids, and she has a whole course on how to manage them oh. and how to like help them succeed and shine and embrace their gifts. This is why my sister's obsessed with you, Elizabeth, <laughs> and like can't stop listening to your podcast and quotes you and Marjorie like I don't know you. <laughs> you know, I mean, Elizabeth says, oh, and you're like, oh, okay. Like, I know Elizabeth. Yeah, that Elizabeth, the one who is on our radio station, that's our friend, that one. On the regular. Yes. Yeah. I am filling in for you in a couple of weeks on the Weekly Dish, too. Yeah, stuff. and you get, and it's with like you. a double whammy, because one week you get me, and then the next week you get stuff. Oh, I get double stuff. Double. That's double really stuffs. fun. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt had baby number three with her husband, Brian Hallisay, and then Catherine McPhee posted a photo of her new baby with David Foster. Great. So that's the baby news beat that I like to bring you on a Friday. Thanks for the babas. Yeah, there you go. All right. I don't Did know when the music Did we talk about Olivia Munn and... Uh, oh, yeah. And John Mulaney we talked about. We really delved into that timeline. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little awkward. It's very, information. very interesting, as Not they say here in Minnesota. Not great for recovery, probably, but I hopefully... Know. We'll hope I know. I was concerned crossed. about that. There's a lot happening there. Elizabeth, thank you so much Thanks, for joining guys. us. I'm glad we got it connected. Thank you, Grant. And when we come back, we have blind items, juicy bits of gossip with the names left out, and we're going to have to figure out who they're talking about when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I'm the Bradley. The Colleen will be back on Monday. Yes, Monday. I don't know what day it is. Sometimes it's hard to know exactly where we are in time and space, especially <laughs> after the fair and a holiday. It is Friday. We should be excited about that. We are excited about Friday because Stephanie Hansen is filling in. Rocco is running the board. Grant will be around later. But right now, we're going to solve some blind items. Blinded by the item. Now, Stephanie Hansen, I don't know if you've ever played Blinded by the Item before. I have with you in my car. Oh, good. Well, so. then you know exactly what we're doing. We're just going to take juicy bits of gossip with the names left out from our good friend Enti Lawyer, who does blind items. That's a, a nickname that this guy, who is apparently an entertainment lawyer in Hollywood, uses to write his um, gossip website, crazydaysandnights.net. Okay, so I will read today the blind item, and then you and Rocco are going to do your besties to figure out who we're talking about. Okay. Now, sometimes the blind items are confirmed. Sometimes they're just guesses. We'll get through this together as a family. All right. This is kind of a long one, so go with me. This cable channel was all set to move forward with a rebooted reality show about someone who's been on and off their channel since she was in first grade. Finally. Demi Lovato. No. Okay. No, but wait, there's more. Mm. Finally, an executive pointed out that the channel would then be glorifying statutory rape in the family after already dealing with the man who molested the girl back when she was in first grade, along with her sisters. Sorry it got dark. Yeah. We are looking for you guys, the cable channel. Okay. We are looking for a rebooted reality show. TLC, the Duggars. Well, you're close. 
you got the TLC part right. Uh, the babe, the oh. baby June, with Mama June, and baby June, yes, <laughs> yeah, the honey boo boos from Gypsy. Yes, it's baby June. No, you're right. Ding ding ding. You uh, are correct, okay. sir and madam. Because someone got after pumpkin and honey boo. Yeah, honey boo boo. So we're yeah. talking about TLC now. I'll fill in the blanks. TLC was all set to move forward with a rebooted Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Uh, but an executive pointed out that the channel, TLC, would then be glorifying statutory rape in the family after already dealing with the guy who molested uh, allegedly. I didn't think that the allegation was that he had molested Honey Boo Boo, but it was actually her sister, if I do remember correctly. I think that, though, there was suspicions that it was both. Oh, okay. Well, then... For that, sure, Pumpkin. That would make total sense, and you're absolutely right. It was... Here comes Honey Boo Boo. And have you seen that she made headlines again recently? She was in like a, van- not Vanity Fair, what was it? Teen Vogue spread. I did see that. And I just have to say, are we so hard up for people? Like, <laughs> the world is full of interesting people. We just True. keep going back to the same well of the Duggars and the Boo Boos. Mm-hmm. There's other people. We just haven't discovered them yet. No, I agree. And my question also would be like, you know, maybe it's time for that family to do some healing. Yes. That's not in the spotlight. Because I would imagine it's pretty hard to heal when you've been under like a reality TV camera since you were a child. Well, and isn't Mama June in Reno underneath a slot machine with a <laughs> muff pipe? I mean, she was. Oh, Stephanie. Pipe? I mean, yeah, she, she was, I think, uh, actively uh, indulging her drug. Um, Addiction, but I think she has since uh, she went to rehab. Now, this is actually good, Stephanie. So thanks for mentioning this because, you know, her manager is Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. In Gina Rodriguez, we actually did a whole um, Go Deep in the Shallow podcast about this woman who, not the actress Gina Rodriguez, but the manager Gina Rodriguez. She, by all accounts, has gotten June, that is Mama June, the help that she needs because she wants to get her back doing her reality show. Well, I'm sure it made them some dough. Yeah, exactly. But whatever the reasons, at least she seems to be on the straight and narrow right now. So, okay. Fingers I'm crossed. Glad. Stephanie's not watching the next season of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> I'm too busy watching Hoarders, My 600 oh, Pound Life. I had to stop. I had to stop watching Hoarders. I got sad. I know. And really, during COVID, when you were already yes. kind of borderline yes. sad all the time anyway. Yes. And, yeah. so, and borderline hoarding <laughs> supplies. Okay, let's do another blind item. Blinded by the item. All right. Another bit of gossip. You guys did great. We're winners. Yeah, I can't believe I pulled that one out. I don't watch any of those TLC shows. Yeah, well, you've been around the station right. long enough to smell it. Yes. You know, um, especially on this show. We we used to love Honey Boo Boo. Okay. We still do love her. It's just that I don't know that a show is the best thing for her right now. Okay. This foreign-born celebrity host, sometime actress, sometime reality star, sometime journalist has been doggedly pursuing this A-plus list, mostly movie actor, and his misdeeds. Then, suddenly it appears sometime in the middle of July, she stopped. She paid everyone who was working for her and told them to stop what they were doing. I think the actor paid her off. Lisa Lang. Oh. 
Is that right? No. But that's a good guess. So, again, you're looking for a foreign-born celebrity uh, slash host slash sometime actress, sometime reality star. I don't know if Lisa Ling is from Canada or from the United States, but it's not Lisa Ling. Okay. Who's the one on Project Runway? The Heidi Klum? Yeah. No. Okay. Not Heidi not Klum. Not a journalist. I will say, don't focus on her. Okay. Focus on him. A plus actor. Because I think you'll have an easier time picking an A-plus list, mostly movie actor. Now Brad the mis- Pitt. No. But Johnny you're cl- Depp. No. But you're in the Tom same Cruise. echelon. No. Matt Damon. No. Brenna- ben Affleck. No. Fred Astaire. No. <laughs> no. Burl Ives. Think about the only other A-plus list actor you haven't mentioned. Okay. Um... Who Steve has an other <laughs> A plus okay, list? Okay, well he was in eighty four. Steve Gutenberg. Okay, that's just funny because he is funny. Thank you. He is funny, but current A plus list. I mean, we haven't seen movies in two years. Okay, so think about a guy who you would not think does misdeeds. Oh, Jamie Fox. No. Um, a guy that you would he's like like Mr. everybody awesome. loves this guy. Tom Hanks. No, nope. but that's a good guess. But no. Um, Mr. Wholesome, Mr. Like, I'm a good guy. Do you want another DiCaprio. hint? No. No. He's, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Not Clint Eastwood. Nope. Bradley Cooper. Nope. God, you're getting them all, though. But no, <laughs> not the right one. Um, Hugh Jackman. He went He went viral earlier this year when he talked about his hair. Uh, Specifically how he deals with his hair. John Travolta? <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's, that's funny because he does have his hair. I think how he uh, cuts Ted his Danson? hair. No. Will Smith, you guys, Floby. Oh, that's right. Who was that story about? Who uh, was Flobying his hair? The audience is yelling at you guys I know. right We're now. Not, I'm not. Part he of made the his shallow first appearance on television on a wonderful sitcom that I grew up adoring, and can sing the theme song to in a heartbeat. Oh, I looked it up. Facts of life. I Googled it. I've cheated. George Clooney. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. That took us way too long. It did take you way I too long to get that. to George Clooney. He's like in the top 10, but he hasn't done anything in so long. Yeah, he's maybe off your radar. Now, I'm not even going to ask you to do the other side of this equation because I will just give you the the uh, actress in question is Elisabetta Canalis. Oh. oh, yeah. And they were involved. I think they were together they at one point, right? They had a relationship, right? for sure. Um, but let me just fill in the blanks for the audience who was patiently waiting. I'm so sorry, audience. I no, hate that one. We're annoying. It's fine. Elisabetta Canalis. Uh, let me just get through all the descriptions. She has Elisabetta Canalis has been doggedly pursuing George Clooney and his misdeeds. Then suddenly it appears sometime in the middle of July, she stopped. She paid everyone she was that was working for her. Uh, and told them to stop what they were doing. She thinks George, Cl- or anti lawyer thinks George Clooney paid her off. A hundred percent he did. They were lovers, so she knows probably where some of those bodies were buried during that time. Oh, yeah. And now he's Mr. Squeaky Clean with, you know, the United Nations and Amal and the twins. And, and I think if uh, astute listeners of this blind item segment remember, there are some like nefarious allegations about a woman dying at a party that he threw. Uh, that was covered up. Huh. That's kind of that's kind of like Natalie Woods and Robert Wagner ish. I know. But 
I mean, a party he threw, you know, like that's a huge, vague area with all the drugs and stuff that happens. Who knows? Yep. He could just be someone that was in his late Como house. It's true. But, you know, that'd be a bad look for a George Clooney, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that Elizabeth. Do- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Canalis, though, remember, she was always very front and center with her relationship. I don't actually remember. I had to look her up because I could not for the life of me remember what an Elizabetta Canalis was. But she's a lot of things. As Andy Blair has pulled out or uh, pointed out, I'm also googling her for the first time ever. Uh all right. Should we do one last quickie? Yeah, we're really good at this. Okay. <laughs> I think this one's going to be much easier. Much easier. The legal move is designed to keep anyone from looking at the cooked books and to keep the agreement with the former business manager slash cult leader out of sight. The gamble is that the singer, in quotation marks, will be so thrilled to be out from under it all that she will know she will not need to continue to do anything and will fire her lawyer or at least not ask him to pursue anything further. Whoa. There was a singer, a cult leader. It was so much. So think about think about, about a celebrity. Think about a celebrity who is trying to maneuver some legal stuff. To get out from under it. Oh, um, well, not Britney. Britney? Yes, yeah. Britney! I See, got you got it! <laughs> it was not hard. It was a lot of words, but here's the deal. So the legal move that we just talked about is designed to keep anyone from looking at the cooked books. Now, the legal move, I'll tell you about that in a second, but the cookbooks we can talk about, too. Anyway, to keep the arrangement with the former business manager cult leader out of sight, you may not remember a guy named Lou Taylor. Do you remember yeah, him? Nope. He was Britney's business manager. Um, I think initially and right before the right before or right during the beginning of the conservatorship. Anyway, I'll get to that. So the gamble is that Britney Spears will be so thrilled to be out from under it all that she's not going to see the need to continue doing anything uh, against her dad and will fire her lawyer so that they won't pursue him any further. So what this is referencing is that Britney Spears essentially just wants to get the conservatorship done. And Jamie Spears is hoping that her desire to get out from under the conservatorship will keep her from pursuing him once that's done. Because there are implications that he cooked the books he and did. did some stuff. Yeah. there and, and don't you think that's what's coming next in this whole saga? Unless he can convince everyone that just let it go. I mean, I hope, fingers crossed, they look into all of this stuff. I had to look up the Lou Taylor cult leader thing. Turns out he has some like weird organization that is creepy and strange. And so that's why they call him a cult leader. Yeah, and that's not uncommon in Hollywood, you know? Right? You have a group of 10 friends and you're a cult leader. Oh, God. <laughs> it's that easy? 
Kind of. We could. I mean, we're kind of one right now. We're going to do the cult of like Instant Pots and Apple Butters. Uh, maybe we should do that, actually, when we come back. Uh, when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. You have been living the life. And this. that's all right with me. Well, I, like I don't know thing. how long you've had van life, but I thought we could ask you a few van-related questions this yeah. segment. So give me, first of all, for Can the I, listener, Here's my first question. If the van is a rockin', should I come a knockin'? Do you come knocking? <laughs> <laughs> the van uh might have been rocking more in the day you know now we, how long for the listener who doesn't understand what we're talking about um tell us when you got uh introduced to van yeah. life so i always had this fantasy of a fantasy yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm a big i like traveling and we were always gonna buy a sailboat so we've sailed quite a bit Another and, thing that I love to follow you on social media for because you would just go on these gorgeous, gorgeous trips. And Bradley, you could come. Like, no one ever wants to come with us. We're always looking for people to join really? us. Okay. Now it's a little moot because no one can go to Europe because yeah. we didn't get vaccinated, but that's a second story. Yeah. Um, so, well, you did, but other people did. <laughs> that's right. We were always looking to buy a sailboat and. It just became kind of impractical because to make the investment work, you had to be on it enough weeks. And we owned a company and we did stuff that wouldn't allow that. So the van, my husband saw a van in Minnetonka in a guy's yard in the winter, brought it home. He spent, I think, $8,000 for it. It was such a 1972 Dodge Explorer clunker full of mice. (laughs) It was so gross. I opened the door and my husband can't smell. So I was like, okay, I can never stay in here. It smells so bad. Oh, gosh. But he rehabbed it. We cleaned it up and we took it out west two years in a row and really had a blast in it. And just met all these weird travelers and people in their RVs and vans and it was super fun, and we ended up having to leave the van in yeah, Fruta, Colorado. Yeah. We sold it to this old man who was lovely, and we traded. We bought his Winnebago Paseo. Like, uh, it almost looks like an Amazon truck, but it's uh, decked out inside. Yeah, and this I've seen a lot of these. I don't know if it's because of lockdown or quarantines or what have a you. A lot more got sold, yeah, yeah, for sure. So we went from the old kind of charming hippie van to the more comfortable, more uh, doable Paseo, but it's still the van, right? So you, we have a queen-size bed, we have two chairs, we have a cooktop and a refrigerator and a freezer, and we drive around and visit places and hike and cook. Do you? Does it have a restroom? It does. Bathroom? Ours has, and that's part of the reason why we liked it. It has a bathroom and a like handheld shower. If you've ever been in a sailboat, it's the same thing. Okay. Like a little stall where you kind of towel both. off and wash with your handheld shower. But yeah. it's perfectly great. It works. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, the most we've ever been in the van, at I think we've been five weeks at a time. Okay, so that was my question. What have you learned doing this that you didn't realize when you endeavored upon this? Because I imagine a lot of people go into this like with these amazing ideas of what it's going to be like right. to travel the country in a, you know, in a in a RV or a van. There is very there are very few parts of it that are Instagram worthy. <laughs> a lot of it is just driving. Like you're just driving. Yep. And you're off the grid or in an area that's beautiful and Instagram worthy, like probably 10% of the time. Yeah. Because like sailing, you sail or you drive or you go to national parks or you go to places where, guess what? 
there's other people in their vans. And there's like a sewer hookup. Pretty much. So sometimes you're like in a campground with, you know, a bunch of people with their vans and their flags and their uh, bonfires and they're cooking and you're cooking. And our van is kind of like a tent where the whole back door opens and there's a giant screen that comes down. But then I'm sleeping right there in and amongst all of my neighbors, right? Yeah. So it always looks a little different than it actually is. But that said, you do get these magical times, both in sailing and in the van, where you are alone and you encounter something amazing and you have this beautiful time. You know, one of those days, Kurt and I were on a hike and ran literally almost into a grizzly, a giant one. Oh, my God. Did you have bear spray? We had bear spray, but we didn't have it at the ready. And thank God the bear was... It, not as interested in us as we were in him. Um, but like, you know, that could have never happened in a campground that happened in a remote back area that we were hiking in. So you have these beautiful times. I will say, I think what I learned is the world is a cool place full of cool people. Yeah. Even people that aren't at all like you, they have good hearts. They want the same things you do. It's just how we get there that's different. And that's made me feel better about humanity in general. What a wonderful treat. Thank you so much, Stephanie. We could talk about this for days. But when we come back, we have a different question for you. What did you have to limit during lockdown? Give us a jingle. 651-641-1071.